1: Out the sound, Jimmy Hart. Hey, check out my new
0: tag team, baby. Monty and the Pharaoh. Hey, Jimmy, don't forget to tell them about Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Well, you know what I would, but you already did it. Oh, shit. Monty and the Pharaoh. With Monty and Pharaoh. The Monty and Pharaoh Show. Monty and Pharaoh, bro. Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. The Monty and the Pharaoh. The Monty and Pharaoh Show. Watch the Monty and Pharaoh show. Monty and the Pharaoh with Monty
1: and the Pharaoh. Monty and
0: the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. With and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and Pharaoh. That's the Monty and the Pharaoh. And Monty and the Pharaoh. Oh, is it Monty and the Pharaoh? Monty and Pharaoh, The Monty and the Pharaoh. Show. The Monty. And the Pharaoh to the Monty and the Pharaoh show. Next, and it's Monty and the Pharaoh, baby. Monty, Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Oh, what a run. Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Hey, cut the fucking music. When you want the best in professional wrestling, Long Island, there's only one place you're going to get it right here. Monty and the Pharaoh. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's not just the coolest, and that's not just the best. That, my friends, is just incredible. <laughs> Monty and the Pharaoh. You've got the future Hall of Famer, that rocker, Marty Janetti, MJ in the house, and I'm sitting here with two more future Hall of Famers, Monty and the Pharaoh. We're doing that stuff, and we're going to rock it. Not just dreaming, it, rip, straight straight straight
1: to the top working hard every day just to leave way. all right welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast out of indie Music TV here out of Ron Conklin, Long Island at the board is Matt Matt how are you buddy?
0: doing all right doing all
1: right to my right of the to my right is the star of the show Mr. Jimmy Farrow what up another night here we go oh boy we go got on, we man. got angry we got angry Farrow yeah a little bit like that. whatever man mm-hmm. explain explain to what just happened to the fans they won't see it for a week, but they explain yeah, it.
0: Uh, yeah, wait a minute. How are they watching right now? They're not. Know. Oh, that's nice. Well, yeah, on Facebook. On Facebook. Oh, okay. Then there's some folks out there. Hello out there. Uh, well, apparently uh, one of our uh, ways of getting out there decided to uh, give us a hard time over absolutely nothing. So, whatever. What are you going to do? So, basically, we were, uh, we, uh, we uh, uh, had uh, upgraded some computer
1: uh, software okay. in, in the station. yeah. You know? Technical, and technical stuff, right. Right, and we were just Running a stream for a second, we took it well, down. Wait for one second. For one second, right. we took it down, mm-hmm. and we landed a strike on YouTube. <laughs> so if anyone understands, <laughs> what you get three strikes on YouTube, you're off YouTube, <laughs> and right. they don't release you from a strike. Like you carry your strikes for the entire life of your channel. Oh, like Kangaroo Court too. The right. way it felt. So I put an appeal, and oh. I literally got a response back from YouTube in ten seconds, saying right. that they reviewed it. We are wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and they the violation So <laughs> hey. You know This kind of veered us off the show Because You know <laughs> Again We went, we went, we went <laughs> But you know We might as well Just hey. a little bit And I'll hey. read it to everybody What you what? Oh, what your boy. punishment is Because you ran a video For literally One second One second A test, test pattern, pattern. Right? A test right? pattern Yeah so, Like at 5am
0: back in the day On channel 11 A test pattern Yeah Right? How offensive!
1: So, yeah. Let's okay. See. All right. That's offensive. Yeah, I'll read it right now. Why not? Well, if you're going to punish us. Hi, you have have a, Our team has reviewed reason. your content, and unfortunately, we think it violates our spam, deceptive practices, and scam policy. We've removed the following content from YouTube. Now, again, I don't know how they could review something that went up for literally one second. One second? Okay? We know that this might be disappointing, but it's important to us that YouTube is a safe place for us oh, all. Oh, yeah. If the content so much, breaks our rules, we'll remove it. So right. If you think we made a mistake, you right. can appeal. So, which I did. I appealed. I said we were practicing a video and we put We held a test pattern but if you want right now you can
0: look up videos of people blowing each other's brains out on YouTube but we want to hold our moral standards so okay Yeah, all right, your right. Channel, you holding, your channel now
1: it's uh, holding your it channel right. now has one strike you won't be able to do things like <laughs> upload <laughs> post or live stream for one week oh a second strike will prevent oh you from content for 2 weeks three strikes the same for a 90 day period result with the channel being removed so That means if we make two more mistakes it like is. this the channel oh the channel's got. Yeah, that's great. All but right. guess what? Yeah. This is important, Farrell. Go ahead. Ninety-five yeah. percent of the creators who get one strike never get another one.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I got a warning. The last time we tried a chess pattern, I'll tell you that. I mean, uh, I don't even get it. And how uh, could they review something and literally take? I didn't review it. It felt like a robot answered you, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's exactly what
1: happened. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, anyway, so anybody yeah. who's tuning into YouTube. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, uh, yeah, Well, there's no one tuning in. We're on Facebook land. Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, well land I know more. Right. So if that right. wasn't right. enough, we have our uh, <laughs> live show Saturday, and that right. will be making YouTube now. Oh, that's, a, that's great. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. So you got hit with a big storm. How'd you handle that, bad boy?
0: Uh, was I out? Yeah, I was out in that for a little bit. I was over at the studio with the uh, the Wisteria Hall Board Man, and uh, on the way home, I uh, ran over a uh, small tree and dragged it a couple of miles and pulled you it. Away. Yeah, well, it fell like a swing, eh? it, so it was a big branch. It just blew out in the middle, boy. There was branches flying everywhere with that storm. That storm turned out to be kind of badass. You know, there's my my village is messed up right now. There's just trees everywhere. Really? Yeah, a lot of power outages. So oh, that that storm had had some clout. At the end of the day, how'd you hold up?
1: I held up all right. I mean, uh, the tree came down in the backyard. Um, that, that's not your not tr- backyard tree. your front yard.
0: That's not your
1: tree. <laughs> it's not my tree. That's not your tree. <laughs> not my tree, right. but definitely an issue. Yeah. Well, um, maybe
0: the guy who owns that tree works for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> At least, <laughs> and, uh, at least we could laugh about it. And I guess um, I'm trying to, I guess. Oh, yeah. Hey, Matt,
1: how's the sound? I'm getting reports that the sound isn't very good. Yep, uh, we
0: just uh, fixed it. All right, great. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Sound.
1: Look at this. we got fans out there telling us what. we do. Things. Hey,
0: what's up, guys? Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, hey, screw YouTube.
1: Facebook yes, all the way. I, I don't know, man. I... So basically, uh, you know. I had to drive around you couldn't couldn't find your way to work because all
0: the trees and everything yeah else was going oh on, yeah right yep so I've you been, know half the roads are closed in my area it's, it's lame anyway um
1: so you know you and i've been talking about the views on youtube i mean it's mm-hmm. funny that we were going to bring it up today but right um so you know how
0: long we've we been doing this together for uh, a couple of years. We've only been on YouTube a little over a year, I think, right? right. Or around a year, something like that. Yeah. Something so like that. I guess in
1: YouTube world, we got
0: like five thousand subscribers. Not huge, but okay. No, it's a step. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's kind of logical for the first year. I've I've seen other channels do the take a similar pattern before things get bigger. So.
1: And I mean, it's so not far. a only
0: venue, right? We've got cable. Right. Um, we have a lot of different things, the Facebook views, you know, there's, there's a lot there's a, of different things right. when you start adding it all up. It's it's, it's fine. You so know,
1: I was thinking how you and I started together and, uh, right. you know, I was trying to think of all these, you know, cause I guess we were both a little down this week about the views, Right. Okay. Because the views weren't where
0: we wanted yeah, to Yeah, normally be. they're much higher, but that's yeah, okay. You know, it could have again, been one of these weeks where everybody was doing something. And we're working hard. Happens right? once in a while anyway. Can't say it hasn't happened before. But then, you know. Then we have other weeks where it's like,
1: kaboom, so whatever. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, we, of all the interviews we had, I wanted you just to, you know, weigh in on them, you know. Okay. David David San
0: Martinez. How would I know? I wasn't there. I was drinking. Yeah, but dude. Okay. I was, we're going, I was drinking and stuff, and I was like, David. But still, it was so part, it was still up part the, of part of our show. Yeah. No, I actually liked that. You know, and interestingly enough, I think you only got a half an hour with, with yeah, him. Was I, he cranky that day? He was a little cranky. Okay, like a
1: lot of these guys are, but uh, <laughs> like know. a lot of these—not a lot of them.
0: <laughs> I don't think the percentage is that high. You know, it would have been interesting to to have met David San Martino. I thought it was a pretty decent interview. I thought he gave—he uh, seemed kind of pissed off, but I thought he, i thought he was—I thought he was good. I, the well, I guess my point with the San Martino thing is
1: there is no other interviews with Sam Martino. Right. And I and I I mean, we it. did a fantastic job with I that. Thought I thought,
0: well, you did a fantastic nah, we job. we did it together. Well, Barry, Barry Windham. I loved Barry Windham. That was an excellent interview. And a lot of
1: people always reflect back on the Windham. They really enjoyed that interview. That
0: was a great interview. Barry Windham is awesome. That was a wrestler's wrestler. You marked that all over the place. I did when marked that out. guy showed up. Zabiska? One of my favorites. That was a fantastic interview. Good guy, too. I love that he wore shades, too. Not for nothing. And quit picking on his no-frill cigarettes. <laughs> Which one <laughs> with you? That is true. You know? So if anyone doesn't know what Fowler's talking about,
1: you know, <laughs> I expected someone of the legendary status of Larry Zbysko to be smoking Marlboro's. He was smoking Zenecas. But he was smoking reservation cigarettes. Yeah. are we well, smart. Those things how are expensive. How, how much are those Indian cigarettes? Not too much. Is that, is that politically incorrect to say
0: Indian cigarettes? Indian Reservation cigarettes. You might as well make it accurate instead of people going, ah, poor paintbrush! Rah, rah, I love it. You know, uh, yeah, they're, they're Indian Reservation cigarettes. They're, I think they're called Seneca's. They're, they're cheap. They're not actually that bad for cheap cigarettes. I mean, they're not great. They're cheap cigarettes, but they're serviceable. And you know what?
1: I really shouldn't put someone down for being frugal.
0: Why? Yes, yeah, Zabisco's smart, He's smart, right? Yeah, well, I he spent a lot of money. On he was statements. a little off on the Lars Sullivan prediction, but other than that, you know, oh, you he's going to be a big star. You always remember that stuff, yeah. He's Scott a Scott Hall. Scott Hall. I'm always going to have you know what? Because you you were there the other time. We've met Scott Hall a couple of times. In the first time, hey yo, come behind the you know the signing table, hang out with me, talk with me, you know. I it was weird. You were like, what's going on here? Like Scott and Jim are ready to go. ready to go out and have beers together and that was really cool and then when we had him in for an interview it was it, the whole vibe was different i was like man is this the same guy you know it was like easy cranky pants <laughs> you know i was just but i wondered though i guess i thought about it though when we got scott hall signing autographs we came as as fans right so we got scott hall the guy who was probably being pleasant to the fans you know so he was he was really cool I think we got Scott Hall the gimmick the night that he came to, you know, because now he's doing an interview. He's, he's working. Right. You know? So I, I kind of have
1: well, he was diagnosed it that way. At the time, we were He just, hated the ride. I remember that. Yeah, because he was like, oh, we in a studio in Huntington, and right. he wasn't happy
0: about the ride. Right. It was a long ride. I know. remember he got out of the car. He was like, oh, oh my God. My, my joints. What? The ones you smoked or your knees? What's the problem? <laughs> you know?
1: I don't know. One of my favorite moments is uh, Wisteria Hall singing with Coco
0: Beware, Pile Driver, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, that was really cool. That was that was that was really cool. But you know what was more funny about the whole thing that I remember? A guy like Coco Beware trying to read a promo for our show. We had to fill in the blanks: Monty and the Pharaoh. Show that's right, it was hilarious. It's just like I just, I the way, my way, well, gangrel who like never talks, spit out a promo in like two seconds. Ah, it was like amazing,
1: it, it so weird. Amazing how some of these guys, got weird, it and some don't, right? My wife's always like, Take that one down because it looks really which unprofessional. one. I thought you meant Dylan where he's reading that, really that one too. but here's the funny thing, right? Because you know, they, they get you know, these wrestlers or whoever, and you could have those cameos done with anybody, right? So, like, a lot of these podcasts have cameos done, like. This is Coco Beware, and you're watching the Psychic Network, the, the number worst. one podcast ever. I knew you
0: were going to say that. But but <laughs> but go on. You know,
1: and then they cut out the cameo, so you don't know that they paid for a cameo. So right, at least, at least we have yeah some cameos. Yeah, okay. Hillbilly Jim singing with JJ uh, Maguire, JJ Maguire who wrote the WWE music.
0: That mm-hmm. was great. That, that you know, was very cool. Again, you
1: guys could all catch us on a YouTube channel. Yeah, Hillbilly Jim was awesome, and uh, one of the best times. Uh... <laughs> what? Right? Remember when Marty Marty Giannetti and you and me got in a fight? That was one of the best times. Yeah. That was
0: awful. What are you talking about? What do you mean? That was horrible. He punched you in the face. That was (laughs) awful. And then I freaked out and I grabbed him. The next thing you know, I'm in a life or death struggle with a guy who knows how to fight. I was like, oh, screw me. Screw me. I better cheat
1: quick. You know? Oh, my God. God. Anyway, my whole point is, think of Oi. all the things we've done, and, you know, yeah. who thought we'd be fighting with Marty Jannetty? No, not me. Anyway, speaking of Marty Jannetty, you ready? No. Not, this is uh, not no, new I'm news, but it's somewhat ready. new news. Go on. XWWE star Marty Jannetty apparently murdered and confessed. Uh, Who's appa- the Sparks apparent police? Apparent murder, hey. confession, Sparks police, and uh, Sparks Police investigation. Sorry. Right. Yeah, okay. WWE superstar Marty Gennetti might might have confessed to murdering someone when he was 13 years old in a bizarre social media post, and now cops are investigating. The former member of the tag team The Rockers, with Shawn Michaels, right told a story on Facebook about trying to buy weed from a man who worked in a bowling alley in his hometown when things went awry. Okay. I was 13. Should I? Imitate this? Are you really going to do that? Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Verse 13. On. Working at Victory Lane's Hollen <laughs> House. Buying impression? weed from a fuck that worked there. This is a bad morning. And he put on. his hands on me. He dragged me around the back of the building. Why you you already know what he was going to try to do. This is. Janetti
0: continued. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid he did.
1: That go was on. the very first time Sorry, I Marty. made a man disappear. <laughs> they never found him. They should have looked in the Chattanooga River. See, now
0: you're getting a little better. Oh, right, that's a better? Little, you're getting a little better. It's still bad, but go and on. And by the <laughs> way,
1: before you comment, Jeanette is 60 years old. Yeah. And so the alleged, alleged incident would have taken place in 1973. <sighs> okay. Now the Columbus Police Department in Georgia tell us straight up, we're going to look into this. Thoughts, Farrell? He took this post down, didn't he?
0: I think he did. Oh, boy. All right. Okay. Here we go considering that this is coming from marty what it's natural what? for it's not na- naturally a lot of people are going what <laughs> now na- what that's austin that's somebody else right. considering this is coming from marty and historically with some of the bizarre things he's posted in the past and his track record it's logical for a lot of folks to raise an eyebrow and go what are you, what are you doing now marty okay fine and that's fair i could see people doing that okay However, this is probably where people are going to get a little crazy with me, but that's fine. I can't fully ignore it until it's, you know, if they are going to investigate and get to the bottom of it. Here's how I feel about what, if this did happen, I'm not sure why he would even do this now, all these years later. I have no idea. Motivation, I'm clueless on this one. But if this did happen, I'm with him. He was 13. Somebody tried to either, he's hinting at, besides either an assault or a rape, someone was trying to hurt a a boy. Now, as strange as it is that he's looking for weed at the age of 13, hell, I'm not surprised. I know kids that have probably started younger. It's a fucked up world out there. But 13 years old, dealing with an adult who's trying to either maim or rape or hurt him, if he did what he had to do, and at 13 he must have been a pretty strong kid, if he did what he had to do, then I'm with him. And if the, if this even turns out to be true somehow, I don't think he's going to get much of a slap. He was a kid defending himself. If this did happen to him, people maybe will not be so surprised the next time they say to themselves, wow, Marty's really messed up, because this is something that could change your life forever. And if this did happen, no wonder Marty's so fucked up. So, if I this if a, this is a really good point. so, if this is true, then I'm with Marty and I back him because, as a 13 year old, nobody should be violated in any form or fashion. And if he had to defend himself to the point of snuffing someone, then that's what he had to do. So that's my fucked up take on the whole thing. Of course, am I sure about any of this? Absolutely not. I'm no different than anybody else. Let's see what the police do with this. Let's see where this goes. I don't know. It's fucked up.
1: Well, you're going to have an answer for Marty Janetti because he'll be in studio what? on September 18th with us. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> you know, if anyone knows the, re- the past between Monty and the Farrow and Marty Gennetti, yeah. uh, it has not been the best. Right. Uh, we kind of made up the last episode. Yeah. Right? I'm, so I'm good with to, Marty. You
0: know, I don't know. A... But he'll be back September 18th. Are you either. good with Marty? I don't need no more surprises. I'm I'm
1: fine with Marty. You but better I, be. I certainly will be asking the question. I'm sure you and will. And, and I'm sure
0: he'll answer it, too.
1: Yeah? Yeah, I think he'll answer Want to try it? A little practice?
0: What do you mean? All right, you ready? <laughs> Marty,
1: Marty, what's the deal now? First, you wanted to have sex with your daughter, and now you're saying that you were raped and you killed somebody
0: i have no idea you're talking about money i took both those posts down
1: <laughs> there you go and that will be the interview on september the 18th keep so, rocking monty and the Faro would like to thank the band that the- sings the theme song for the monty and the Faro show Aquacherry. they sing songs like straight to the top our theme song also catch other songs such as yes yes forever and seasons Aquacherry's music can be found on spotify itunes reverb nation or where music is sold also, our very own Jimmy Farrow and Bart Griggs make up the band Wisteria Hall that hmm. sing our outro song. Hmm. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes a Rain. And you could also find their music on Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. Monty Nefaro could be seen on YouTube. Not now. (laughs) Facebook Live (laughs) on the Monty Nefaro page. You better be good. Radio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, Monty Nefaro page. I've got my eye on you. RTF Network on Thursdays. Our time has changed. What? From 8 to 9. Oh, really? Yes. And catch us on Mondays from 10 to 11. That's the replay. Okay. Channel 115 every Tuesday from 8.30 to 9 p.m. And for early risers, Saturday on Channel 115 from 6 to 6.30. And also on Channel 20, which is literally Friday morning at Mm -hmm. one thirty in the morning, which is just a few
0: hours Mm -hmm. away
1: on Channel 20. I am so
0: pissed. I don't get our shows anymore because my wife switched the cable outlet service why are wives in control of everything i have no idea man but you know what i remember what tony atlas said you do remember what he said about married life right what did he say you have two choices you can either choose to be right or to be happy the man is a genius That is pretty. That's all there is to it. So, uh, great job, and uh, you let me know how the shows go.
1: But but, you know, (laughs) I'll be editing them. You'll be watching them. Yeah,
0: that sounds about right for the Pharaoh Terrible, big fucking loser.
1: Jimmy and I I would like to take a moment to show respect for people who have lost their lives and people who are in front lines during this time. Take it away. Oh, I'm back. Yeah, Sorry, you're back. Concentration. <laughs> what?
0: Another YouTube letter? <laughs> <laughs>
1: just
0: like Damn, Mike. Man. YouTube. We're
1: back because we're going to a commercial break.
0: Hey, be right back.
1: Island's number one pro-wrestling broadcast, Monty and the seen every Thursday, produced at Indie Music TV and, Rock, Hawk, and uh, Ron Cockham in New York.
0: <laughs> Easy for you to say. Holy
1: <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Listen, we're a little off our game, everybody. Just so you we know, are? if you're tuning in late, we've been banned from YouTube for a week Should because we actually posted a video for one second and took it down because right. we were resetting something. It wasn't even a picture of we someone's private a, parts. We were given a strike, and I again, just, under uh... YouTube, if you get a strike, you get banned for a week. You get two strikes, you get banned for two weeks, you get three strikes, your channel is eliminated. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you know, I guess you, I can't <laughs> be afraid to even do
0: anything anymore on I, YouTube, right? I don't understand at all, but that's all right. All right. Where uh, are we? Something about you raving about wrestling's current product or something? Uh, really? Anyway. Really?
1: <laughs> I don't think pro wrestling's been I, this good in a long time, Farrow. I'm, sh-
0: I'm not sure. Well, why don't you tell me why you don't you feel so optimistic? Uh, wh- what is it about this current? So,
1: SmackDown, last Friday, Yeah, I thought was well-written. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, well, yeah. It was you know, good. you had The Fiend attacking Alexa Bliss. That was wild. I, you know, it's funny. Coming out of... Um, just incredible saying hey you got to push the envelope a little and mm-hmm. we were say, would you do this would you do that mm-hmm. that's pushing the envelope right a, a man attacking a woman that was cool knocking her out no
0: the particulars don't really matter much to me i just like the fact that it was really it was cool it was well done and i and i want to see alexa bliss do this because alexa bliss has been running a very stale course for a little while with nikki i'm tired of it we know alexa bliss is much more engaging than what she's been doing recently right. this is awesome I can't wait for this. What do you think is in Bliss's future? Well, she's Sister Abigail. If she turns out to be Sister Abigail, we know in the past that Bray has always referred to Sister Abigail as kind of the boss. That her word means most to him. So this is very interesting. I guess first he's probably got to take it to the swamp and put her in the special soup. And then she's got to come out, and when she comes out, she'll probably be more evil than we ever imagined. And we always loved her evil side. Well, which, which so way, this is going to be Which really way do you good.
1: think this angle is going to go? Is it going to be a Nikki Cross angle, or is it going towards Braun Strowman? Because right, we all know that Strowman he's, and Bliss had a relationship, right? But where does Nikki Cross fall into this, right? Before, she walked out on Alexa because she was mad because she lost the belly, mm-hmm. right? So she
0: was upset. Mm-hmm. So Who knows where this could go? Is there a possibility Nikki is Sister Abigail? That would be a bit of a bummer to me. Me too. I do do think that Nikki will be used to advance the storyline where her role falls in. I am not sure. I almost feel like she's going to get the beatdown of her life. But also, it's possible that she could wind up joining with them too. She's kind of off kilter herself as a character. She's she's out there, so I could see her possibly joining them. Who the heck knows? Alistair Black should wind up with Bray Wyatt as one of his disciples, quite honestly. So there's a bunch of things I think. Well, I will tell you, you know? this:
1: I'm a little sick of Alexa
0: Bliss' face. You know, the
1: you know being a face so yeah it's not no, she's face,
0: much better as a heel i don't think she makes for the greatest uh, face
1: so alexa bliss comes back black hair black eye makeup
0: i don't know i don't know We're definitely
1: running that road towards stroman
0: they're She'll definitely a- going towards Strowman. i you know i, I think he's going to take the bell from Strowman. you know he, he's going to win the title again you know this fiend thing has taken a weird turn man he he gave up the belt inexplicably out of nowhere, right? And then he disappeared, and then we had Bray. And well, then... you, you got
1: to remember you had it's COVID, very...
0: right? So they right. had that
1: big thing lined up for Reigns against Goldberg. That right. made sense for WrestleMania. Yeah, he was kind of it, jammed in there. That's it just, true. It just like things just fell apart. Like you right. couldn't prepare for that type of stuff. Right. I mean, how great would have Reigns against Goldberg
0: been? It would have been a really good match. That's and, an you know, interesting thought. Do you still like The Fiend? Do you think he's got some staying power in his second uh, coming here? I
1: did not think that gimmick would be sustainable, but it it's is. It's not bad. It is it is a good gimmick. It's and not bad. The whole bringing Alexa on board if it goes that way, which right. I'm praying it goes that way. hmm
0: I'm I'm enthused. Right, I'm excited. The storylines are good. And for those independent marks who are barking at home about how bad the Fiend sucks, go back and watch your Marco stunt tapes. Because if you're going to tell me Marco stunt is better than the Fiend, then you clearly have better cocaine than I have access to.
1: I just don't think people are giving the writing like they're already like you know. I saw a post from those wrestling experts, you know, the whole like Alexa Bliss being attacked, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. that is good writing i thought it's it was cool fun.
0: by the way it was kind of creepy when he closed in on her I thought yeah that is pretty and i thought cool. she
1: acted very well she's she yeah. acted
0: scared she, she had good.
1: a great face no that was good that how was about, a cool uh, moment how about my girl mandy rose getting attacked by sonia deville oh, yeah. and getting her hair cut being that into entertaining the fans to allow her hair to get cut
0: forget the hair getting cut what about the straight right that started the whole thing that was a real punch oh yeah what the hell was that oh yeah you know for 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 a The face of an absolute top-tier model, Mandy Rose is a tough babe. Ow! That was, and we all know Sonya's, I wouldn't want to fight Sonya. No, me neither. No, thank you. You know what I mean? But that right hand was like, oh my god, that had to hurt. What a vicious beating. I haven't seen a good beating like that in quite some time. And yeah, we're barbarians. That's what we want to see sometimes. It was, it was, is there it anything was, wrong, by the way, as a wrestling fan, wanting to see something like that? I it's was a like, real beating. Uh, it, that was amazing. That was a great beating. I really liked that a lot. And by the way, how about some points for Sonya with what she was screaming at her? Oh, man! That was really, really, really good. So, so yeah, there was some good so good
1: Now wrestling fans, very well-written storylines.
0: Mm-hmm. If we had fans... Yeah, I like both of those. If we
1: had fans during this time... Yeah. yeah, I think people might feel a little different. I think, I think might
0: the, be they they'd be much more into I it. think a 20,000 seat arena would have definitely given you a pretty big pop when when the fiend popped in on Alexa. I think you would have had a pretty good live reaction. Yeah. You know, I think behind the scenes is the fans are watching Vignettes and sometimes it's hard to hear them live when you're at the arena and they're showing the Vignette on the on the TitanTron, but I think the fans you would have had a lot of oohs and ahs when so you know Sonia was delivering those blows, man. That would those would have gone over very well on television, so with with a live crowd. So yeah, those that so, was a so so far good. faro like, right? Yeah, what you what you're pointing out, absolutely. Uh, uh, absolutely.
1: Mon- Monday night raw underground made it stay. Steve- debut. uh, Your friend, CM Punk wrote. My friend. I absolutely love it. He doesn't even know me. I want (laughs) to see Nia Jackson there. They should get more women in there. Let us see more bodies getting broken. The idea that Shane McMahon and all these people would be in a performance center for the whole three hours and they cut into uh, cut into what they're doing in various segments is pretty cool. Three hours of no-holds, barred fights, and strippers. That's all I want to see. <laughs>
0: you know, it's funny. On that last sentence, you know, this whole time it seems like he's totally behind it. On that last sentence, I almost wonder if he's being sarcastic. That's Yeah. Is he, was he being sarcastic? Well, let me sarcastic? ask you about the dancers.
1: What did you think of the dancers? Some people think they felt it was out of place. <laughs> Personally, I thought it gave that dirty, underground Oh,
0: uh, God. It's for, you know, what did I think of the dancers? You should be asking me what I thought of the overall whole vibe of it. Because that's where I have a better answer, a deeper answer. As I'm watching this, first of all, I think that it's very ironic that they used the word underground. The way it was filmed... The dark filming. And the way it felt is absolutely from Lucha Underground. I watched that show for whatever it was, three or four television seasons or whatever it was. It had that grisly, darkened arena feel. You felt like you were watching something secret. It's like a fight club thing going on with this Roar Underground thing. Is this exactly what I usually look for? No. I, I did not do cartwheels for this. Um, I think it's interesting. I give them credit for trying something different. Do I think it's going to work? It might. It might. But could you take full stock in some of those fights? Like when Ziggler's beating up the guy and stuff like that? I was I, like, I, I don't know, was, man. I actually thought it was wonderful. Really? You yeah. really liked it, huh? Yeah. Interesting. I'm not sure where it's going to go, but you know it was weird. I had the weirdest thought. It's funny that you say that CM Punk spoke on this. Okay. This is a strange idea. Stay with me. Mm -hmm. How do you repair Punk's image, tough guy image, after he lost those two MMA fights, if he's going to return to a pro-wrestling suspension of belief, suspension of belief, pro-wrestling atmosphere? How awesome would it be? They'll never do this for him, but, you know, I can't see them doing this for Punk. But what if Punk shows up in Raw... raw underground segments Mm -hmm. and calls out and the and the wwe brings them in and pays them well to Mm -hmm. do this and calls out the two guys that he lost to in the mma and beats the fuck out of them in a in a pro wrestling raw underground situation right he'd he'd have his wrestling i'll tell you he'd have his wrestling magic back for those who are able to suspend their belief and, and go okay That's cool. That is brilliant. It's very creative. And you know what? When you guys do decide to do this down the road, you're welcome. Well, and know know remember, call one eight hundred Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, and we'll give you some more awesome ideas. I love, so, th- I, I will, love to talk. I will
1: say this: you and I, we to You talk. and I spoke about this. We talked about how exciting yeah. people would get if CM Punk came. came right. This in. is but, how you'd get him back I in. Though I think I clearly said to you a few times that he damaged himself right. so poorly Re- you by losing it. those
0: fights. Repair There's it. your repair You're right there. Dude. Sure. Now you reward these two guys handsomely, the ones who know that they they took him in real life and stuff like that. Right. But you know, in respect to Punk, and I still say this to this day he didn't walk in there with two jabronis who didn't fight at all he actually fought experienced fighters sure so i have nothing but respect for punk despite the, the O and 2 you know i felt that he gave it his all and he didn't take a shortcut you know i'd love to see them pull that off i think that would be great why not we've had uh, tyson fury in the ring we've had you know other guys in the ring from other uh, backgrounds let's wow, have
1: Farrell, it you better get paid for this idea because well. it's totally brilliant and with that we're going to take a quick commercial break we shall return Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro-wrestling broadcast. Monty and the scene every Thursday produced out of Indie Music TV in Ron in New York. So at the end of the show, hmm. they bring in the Hurt Business. Right. We were just talking about uh, Raw Underground. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the Hurt Business?
0: I really want to like them, but they did something very confusing with the booking. Go ahead. Why is Tazawa taking the the title off of uh, shelton benjamin so fast i like the fact that there was a belt holder i know that the 24 7 title don't seem to mean squat right but i'm not sure how on a, in a professional wrestling ring they were made to look like clowns on monday night they, mm. they lost and lost and lost and then they go into the raw underground and beat the tar out of everybody I'm very confused by this. I think... I think that was mixed. You know, have them be successful in the ring, too, before you... I don't know, man. I just seemed... Mixed signals coming to the fan. I think they had to put a
1: belt on Shelton, because you brought him back in to the mix. Mm -hmm. Um, You're right. They probably shouldn't have took the belt off him that fast. But then again, maybe they should... They shouldn't have gave it to him to begin with,
0: right? Yeah, it's not, it's he's not a real this.
1: serious belt anyway. No. It's like a clown belt in a lot of ways. What are the
0: odds of them pulling a uh, going in the nation of domination direction with this? I think
1: I think this is the new type of nation of domination. Can we can we please get Apollo Cruz with them? Please, it's coming. Please, it's coming.
0: Please, because he, he's starting to get better, and I like his look more. The the thicker the beard goes, and you know, I'm like, come on, man, turn I gotta, him. I gotta, turn him. I got to give kudos to MVP. Never liked I think him. He's in the a great past. talker. Could
1: not stand no, MVP's excellent. Then when Mike. he got the TNA, he couldn't stand. He's him, a good wrestler, right? Uh, not yeah, TNA right. He was a yeah. TNA. Yeah. yeah.
0: I got to tell you, you're right. Dude, he he is good, dude. He can talk, man. He's he he is good. And
1: I think I think this Raw Underground will help Bobby Lashley. Yes. And I think eventually, I love the CM Punk idea. Once again. It's almost too good. Please send a check to Monty and the Farrow. We could use it, WWE. Yeah. Yeah. And put in a word for us
0: with YouTube,
1: WWE. Thanks. We'll give you this idea. We'll give you this idea, too. Definitely the avenue for Lashley to meet Lesnar in Raw Underground. Wow. The match that. Everybody could wanted you, to see anyway. They said they were destroying Lashley. Could, could
0: be heading towards that too. Wow, that would be interesting. Well, they
1: are rebuilding Lashley's career, right? This is they're bringing, they're they're, they're getting that that are, are that, that dew off him, that garbage we've been throwing on him. Right? To,
0: yeah. The whole Lana thing was ridiculous. Well, that's a whole other story. Where is <laughs> Lana right now? Doing anything? Isn't I heard Rusev is retired. What's way? <laughs> you but, think that's for real? What that you bring that up? That Rusev is retired. Who knows, man? I have no idea. Rusev marches to his own beat. He always did. I actually used to get a kick out of him. My wife, of course, in the past has watched that Total Divas stuff. And Rusev was sometimes on the show. Right. You know, not so willingly either. And I found him to be very. He definitely walks to his own beat. One of the funniest things I ever saw, he was trying to point out how Lana's body basically gets her where she gets in this business. And he was on her because of the way she dresses, right? Right. Because she's sure. always showing a lot of flesh, right? So one day to to make the point clear on this divas episode, I'm, I walk into the room and I see Rusev in a thong mowing the front lawn. <laughs> okay. To, to show to his, it was his basically, he's just a sack, you know what I mean? Sure. To show his wife, hey, I can show skin too. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I thought to myself, I'm like, he's pretty headstrong, man. So I don't think he really cared for what was going on behind the scenes. We know he had problems with Vince. We know Lana also caused problems for Rusev by going public often with Twitter or whatever she was doing. Sure. I don't know if Rusev is necessarily so thrilled with the business nowadays. So will we see him again? Maybe. Maybe down the road. Not so sure. Again, I'm not. He's certainly not running to another promotion. I don't see him doing that. But is he in the contract still? Maybe that's why. Were you
1: a big fan of his to begin with?
0: I kind of like Rusev.
1: Anyway, Far brings me to my favorite part no. of the show. No, no. Uh, the most annoying uh, wrestling why?
0: expert. Why do we do this over this
1: particular uh, part of the show, I cover the name. Oh, I hate wrestling.
0: when you do this because I know, for, I, and I'm not going to see the name, but I know you've done one of your bad Crayola jobs. Go on.
1: How did you know that?
0: Because I know you. God, I hope this isn't somebody I... say. So, um, Come on.
1: Anyway, I got to tell you, dude. What? Really, I'm getting really tired a lot of these. Th- I mean, this th- these experts are really what? just getting under oh, my skin. man. So I'll what read this, this one. Oh, and I want you to weigh in. And again, this is from someone unknown. Wow, this is... Because int- I don't
0: even have it here, so this is a big secret. Go on.
1: My dad always told me as a kid... What? Hang out with losers and you'll become a loser. Tweet like an immature goof and expect to be a f- be flooded by immature goofs. Take a look at my twi- Twitter interaction inner circle. Not one goof is found. What? So this is from. I'm not going to tell you the guy's name, but yeah. he is a podcaster that's been around for quite a while since the '90s. This could be anybody, Come and on. he does a lot of bragging. Okay,
0: this again. And, this could and be I anybody. I got to tell you,
1: this guy gets on my last nerve. Really? He gets a. He sits there and talks about how he gets all the wrestling predictions right. He calls all what? the other podcasters goofs. Who
0: is this? Um
1: I don't he know. He claimed who... to be in the business. But anyway, long story short, I just in want you to weigh in on what he said. Do you think that if you hang around with losers and goofs, you are a goof yourself?
0: Well, that's a very general statement. I mean, who I it's such a it's such an easy thing to type. If you hang around losers, and goofs. Why, you know all the people I hung around with growing up? I mean, who's this, somebody who's known you on a keyboard for, what, three months or something? Exactly. How the fuck does he know who you grew up with? Exactly. That's just, in generalization. Well, you, yeah, see, just a generalization. You see, this is one of the biggest reasons I a general tweet from this guy. Okay. Right? So he... now he's generally insulting everybody? Exactly. Uh, what else is no? That's why you don't see the pharaoh on the keyboard. I don't blame you. You do a great job, and I give you nothing but credit for tolerating what I call the septic tank. Well, I That's that's just so, another piece of duty floating in the pool. I'm not interested. I, I I'm gotta, just not interested. If I
1: met some of these people in real life. Oh, please, we know. I would just punch
0: them Oh, in the face. please, we know. Please, I got to tell we you, I'm know. tired of them all. Please, we know. Man. I'm 1-800, so sick of that. one 800 Paulie walnuts bite me What the hell? Anyway, you know? I
1: want to thank that pro wrestling expert for Oi. giving us our I don't our even know who we're today. thanking.
0: Oi. You know... Before we go to commercial break, I wanted to
1: ask you about that, though. How do you feel about podcasters who pay for cameos from wrestlers to promote their shows? Do you find anything wrong with that?
0: What are you talking about? What are so you saying? So there's something
1: called cameo out there, in case you don't know. I'm not
0: aware of All this. All right,
1: that's fine. So you can reach out to actors, any famous person, that you, if they have their own cameo okay. video. Okay. And you pay them. Like, say your wife is a big fan of... Do I of... think
0: there's something wrong with it? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll be very thorough with this answer. Sure. I only think there's something wrong with it if you use it as if you grew up with them and you they're your best fucking friend. And you decide to make it an ego thing. Like, I knew a guy once who used to carry around pictures of celebrities in his wallet and say that he was best friends with them all. But you know what he really was? He was the guy who was soundproofing their walls. Wait, for... wait,
1: let's go back. For oh, what are we talking about? He, in here? his wallet, he had pictures? I was like, is that
0: Ringo Starr? I'm like, what the fuck? I suppose you come from Liverpool. I mean, what's this? Is story? that like
1: like in your wallet, you'd have like a picture of his hot
0: model his so your I, girlfriend, that type dude, of thing? Dude, there is nothing worse to me than hero worship on other people, you know I don't do it. Right. I can't stand when people elevate another human being to the point of hero worship and then use that stranger. Because that's what they are when they pay them to do a cameo. They're a stranger. Sure. He's my best friend. I'm in the business. But is I there, got a picture is there with any, the, is there anything, Randy Savage's elbow. Is, I'm is in the business. there anything wrong
1: with that, though? What to brag about it? Afterwards? No, I don't think they're bragging, but they're they're doing Look, a Look, if you're if to you're, promote their show and they're throwing it in the front of their
0: show, if you're using it for that way, I don't have an issue with that. We do that too. Yeah. There's no issue well, with we that. we don't use cameo. No, we don't use studio. cameo. We actually meet them yeah, in please person. Thank you. Thank you. No, there's none clear. of that. Yeah, yeah, very clear. And I don't even know what cameo is before you go, aha! I don't even know what it I fucking is. I knew you were using cameo! Not at all. They come here in person, and then they tell us how great our fucking show is afterwards, because that's what's happened almost every time. I want to go back to your comment about here. We love worship. wrestling, and we've had great relationships for the most part with these Let's guys. Let's talk
1: about hero worship. But, so it's a good oh, point. I can't stand it. But what's it? worse...
0: Hero worship, yeah. or that
1: asshole I was just speaking about who worships himself.
0: That's what I was getting at, though, because don't you see? If you use someone else who got their fame probably the hard way and earned it and are established, and then you brag and make it about yourself, you are what I call the ultimate ass clown mirage. What a mirage you are! Forget about your, you're that in love with forget, yourself.
1: Say, forget about using other people. But these guys, this guy, this guy, who else is? This dude loves. I don't know himself. who this is, just for the record. Okay, so, again, I know you don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Right. are like, very little ones. I don't right? know why. So you I listen do this to a to bunch yourself, of them. All on. different ones. Okay. Not one in particular. So, if someone goes out there and goes, hey, I knew you were a fan of my show. No, I'm not. Okay, I just listen. Right. All right, because you know what? I'm all about learning, right? We right. don't think we're perfect, so no there's nothing way. wrong with learning. Yeah. But I got to tell you, I want to throw up in my mouth because, I mean, the guy loves himself. Right. He talks about himself like he's a god. Really now? It's 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 really almost. Can I ask what? Can
0: I ask what he's doing about COVID? Has he has he nailed the cure? He has not nailed the cure. Well, then who is this? Good point. I, sounds like Joe Blow from Idaho. Who gives a fuck? I mean, you're gonna live longer when you learn how to. I mean, and know, this guy, this clown isn't. This clown. Ignore isn't, this clown.
1: This crap. clown isn't the only one, right? There's a bunch of these clowns going on. Uh, right
0: yeah, oh, again, one of the biggest reasons I jumped out of the cesspool. I'm just not into it. I gotta tell you,
1: the more and more that I spend time with you, the more and um, more I realize you're much smarter uh, than I am. What? With that we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Einstein will be right back. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro-wrestling broadcast. Monty DeFaro Faro seen every Thursday, produced at Indie Music TV in Ron Concom in New York. Okay, I'm starting to get my groove back, all right? You the are? YouTube thing threw me off. You're right like on it. side like three 50. of Kiss Alive now? Yeah. Okay, first, that's The cool. first 15 minutes got you, All right. Me and Farrow talk about this all the time. If things don't go perfectly for me, like oh, I lose, you know I lose what? my focus well, that's and, and it's hard to reveal, get You know back. what,
0: though? That's what I appreciate about you, though. You've got a little bit of that macho man work ethic in you. Like, if the slightest you missed the... Elbow, you know, you gotta have, you gotta have it all. Again, I can't get over the fact that we put you up a do video anything, for a bro. sec. It's okay. like what? The Listen fuck? to the folks at YouTube. You need to reevaluate how you go about throwing your balls and strikes around. Because when someone's doing a test pattern for one second, it's not spam. It wasn't a picture of a penis. It wasn't something like you know, no life matters or any kind of nonsense or stupid moronic statement. Well- Guys it must be the
1: algorithm, right? Because know? if you put it up there, they must think you're flashing a picture. They're and they flashing can't catch anything. We,
0: it. we were just doing a test pattern to see whether or not everything would go I smooth. I, no, I get it. It's it is like, absolutely whatever. absurd to get back a robotic answer from a robot. You guys need to be a little bit better than that. Please reevaluate. Thank you.
1: Go well, on. Well, that ain't happening. Nah, I know. I already got three rejections already. Right. I could keep sending appeals. Why don't you, you just
0: doing? write, rare? They might answer. <laughs>
1: might. They might. <laughs> you know? Jimmy and I would like to remind everyone about this Saturday. We still have limited amount of tickets available. It's a big event with James Ellsworth and Gilberg in studio, with uh, <laughs> Northeast biggest pro wrestling agent, Mister Eric Sims, Ooh. and then a virtual signing. Nice. So basically, we'll interview Mister Eric Sims. Right. Then we'll interview Gilberg and Ellsworth. Right. And then. We will auction? then do the live auction,
0: right? And yeah, none- but the most important thing has happened. You made sure to tell the Pharaoh to not get lit the night before. That's right, I did. Yeah, so we'll no see.
1: drinking the night before. This is gonna suck. Hold but on.
0: yeah, it won't be on YouTube. <laughs> right oh yeah hey can i can i can i drink right hey, yeah this is absolutely horrible this is well, whatever thoughts on Gilbert? you know our enemies are gonna be like ho, all two of them oh we got you ho, ho. Man, we
1: got a lot more enemies than two but all right well, me, well you know that, well you've
0: been busy you whatever know? bu- <laughs> i hate people oh uh, give me your, thoughts on, I hate give me your thoughts on sims uh ellsworth and Gilbert. great stuff you know uh by the way, I have I have noticed some folks writing in that they're looking forward to hearing from Eric Sims. Yes,
1: shockingly enough.
0: What right? do you mean shockingly enough? I think it makes perfect sense. You guys guy's been around for for a very long time, has worked with cabillion wrestlers up and he owns this coast as far as I'm concerned, you know, as far as other promoters and stuff like that. I mean we have come across a a couple of nice guys, but Eric is, you know, to me uh Oh, boy, am I, am I putting him over? You know, I, what have I said to him before? Oh, well, yeah, you're like Vince. He's like, don't call me Vince. Well, I uh, He's ask done you a great just, job. You a do you
1: think he'll be willing to answer every question, Monty, and if I going to throw at him? No. <laughs> <funny>. I got <laughs> a lot of stuff I'm throwing oh, at him. Oh,
0: what are you going to do to him?
1: No, I'm going to ask oh, questions that we want to hear. Okay. This isn't going to be a fluff okay. piece, right? I don't think
0: he's a, a shy one. I, I think he'll say plenty, but you, you, I can see you getting him on one where he's going to be like, what? <laughs> well...
1: <laughs> I'll tell you I'll give him I'll give him an advance notice I mean when we first met Eric Sims you know okay Jimmy and him had a what not an altercation no we didn't no I don't want to say an altercation but you had an issue and then he said that. Oh, then he, you better then not told, be setting then he, me up, then, no. Oh, and then he boy. told you he knew Israeli you. karate, isn't that right?
0: Well, he's Israeli, isn't he? But We're... I
1: mean, that's what he told you, right? Yeah, he I'm said, not Be going... careful of
0: me. I use Israeli. I'm karate. not. I'm not dealing with that stuff. No, no. No, I'm going to ask him.
1: I'm going to straight out ask him what? where he learned Israeli karate from.
0: He probably had to, <laughs> dealing with all the wrestlers over the years. Yeah, <laughs> Wait man. a minute! Didn't he almost go at it with um, Luna?
1: Yes, he did. Oh dear God. Did. I was going to put oh, a video on YouTube, but I can't. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> Toxic taste, my friend. Oh, WWE star Montez Ford collapses during a match on Monday Night Raw with fears he was poisoned as part of a storyline. Right. I thought this wasn't a bad storyline either. I'm going to go with you this liked, one. You
0: liked Bianca beating on uh, my, my uh, babe, Zelina Vega? I loved it. I hated but, it. She I, hurt Zelina Vega. Like, what are you freaking hitting her for? Bianca Blair is cool, dude. No, she's not. Selena Vega's cool. They're both cool. I'm anyway, nothing. back to the
1: Montez Ford thing. Right. What did you think of the angle?
0: Different. You know, they are trying some stuff. It was did
1: you have a problem with him fainting outside the <sighs> ring and then letting him wrestle
0: after he fainted? Eh do, am I gonna give that moment an Oscar? No. But... You know, let me ask you this question, Tim. <laughs> I don't think it's an Oscar. I'm sorry. All right. I understand people do
1: podcasts on oh, here we go and again. sports what? and everything else. Yeah. Why does everything but everybody sit there and critique the writing? Like it's like that's unrealistic. He fainted on the outside. Why did they let him wrestle on the inside? It's probably a valid point, but again who knows?
0: You know, if they all knew Israeli Jiu Jitsu, they would probably have a little more composure with that keyboard. <laughs> Just saying. You know, I mean, you got to be like a, you know, Swami, Swami trained, you know, very focused and centered. you got to lay those fingers away from the keyboard. Draw your hands back. <laughs> Draw your hands back before you make an ass out of uh, you and me. There we go. <laughs> I can't anymore. AEW Brandy
1: Rhodes launches a new initiative to make women's wrestling more welcoming to women. I'm going to read this to you, buddy.
0: You know, You know where I'm going already, but go on. So what did the ultimate free pass have to say? <laughs> All Elite Wrestling. Mm, ultimate, always complaining. The Go Ultimate on. Free Pass. I love it. What? what?
1: Is that what? her nickname? Yeah, to me
0: it is. The, free the Ultimate pa- free, pass, free Pass, man. Oh, yeah. How's your life skills doing, Brandy? You getting and better? In this corner, I, mm,
1: weighing oh. 120 pounds, the Ultimate Free Pass, Brandy Rhodes. Oh. All Elite Wrestling is providing a new platform for its female fans. Wrestling has been okay. long been a male dominated industry from the performers to the crowds in attendance at events. But AEW is making strides in creating a welcoming atmosphere for women's. <laughs> a fan base that's that has not had its voice heard nearly enough in wrestling's past or present. This is Brandy quote. <laughs> I still don't feel comfortable in wrestling, and I'm the chief brand officer of this major organization, said
0: AEW CBO.
1: First of all, I never heard of a CBO before. This is the first time I've heard. Chief of Chief
0: brand officer CBO. Yeah, I don't think there was. Wait a stuff. minute! I don't isn't think that, that's that real. isn't that the stuff that traditionally like you know eases joint pain? CBOs.
1: Fans out there, is there oh, such thing CBD. as a
0: CBO? There's a COO, CFO. Right. CEO. Right. Well, the ultimate, I never free, heard of a, the ultimate free pass had a, had a title created. Go on. <laughs> What's the problem? It's so Wrestling obvious. has a really long way boy, to go boy, with women. Boy, Cody Rhodes is going to hate my ass.
1: Wrestling. I'm, I'm so, sorry. Go on. Led by Rhodes, the company has officially launched AEW Heels. Heels like in heels. High not, heels? Yeah, high heels. I, oh. A female-focused wrestling group open to anyone who identifies as as a female Anyone who
0: identifies as a female. Wow, this is really really open. Go
1: on. The goal is to create a community <laughs> where where people can share ideas about wrestling as well as focus on topics like mm. succeeding in the workplace mm. and empowerment. Oh,
0: wow, this is like so socially succeeding. So, your thoughts on uh, Randy's wonderful idea. Well, I'm kind of CBO. I'm kind Well, the CBO uh, I'm kind of stuck on this where is this thing? Wrestling has long been a male dominated industry. Oh, Oh, let me stop right there. Let me really spell this out for you, CBO. Wrestling C-B-O. has been a male-dominated thing since going back to the Greeks and the Romans! 2,000 years ago, in the freaking Coliseum, two hoax got together and threw each other all over the place while 50,000 people drooled for more violence. You are a free pass. Get out!
1: Get out. All right, so I'm looking up CBO. Nothing? I'm looking up CBO. Really? Bothering me.
0: I'm sickened by this.
1: Common business object. Right. Center business optimization. What? Constructive business owner. Not once do I see a chief brand officer. So I'm going to look up chief brand officer because I just don't believe this is a real title. I don't don't mean to go on a tangent,
0: but. CBO completely baffling our our show. I mean, you what know what? There is a to such
1: here. thing as a chief brand officer, so nice. I apologize. Oh, well,
0: okay. Oh, well. Uh, Wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> that's no surprise. Look, 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 look. I. Okay, fine. She wants to make it a more welcoming atmosphere and all this, that, and the other thing. That's that's great, In, in, in but I just can't stand some of the language here. Oh, male-dominated. It's pro wrestling. Of course it's been male-dominated. You guys let me know when you want to all charge over the hill for the next World War. Let me know. All right, uh, you a know, serious, come on what a the
1: serious f- note, though, she's trying to make an avenue for the AEW fans or wim- fans of women. How
0: about wrestling? making the women's division better? Wow. How about trying that?
1: If you were making a brand.
0: Yeah, because the women's division sucks over there. Wow, How perfect. about trying that? Oh, my
1: God. You lose the money, man. And I'm not
0: against anything with the women. I freaking love Sasha Banks versus Bailey. I love Alexa Bliss. I love Charlotte Flair. Yeah, but, but when you start with this kind of, you know... Well, that's true. I don't really this is love anybody. I don't love everybody over there. Listen, That's she's
1: no she... Stephanie McMahon.
0: No, don't you dare even put the two in the same exactly. sentence. Exactly. So they're, don't they're you larger dare. Point. Oh my God. Reba Hardy
1: reacts to Sammy Guevara splitting Matt Hardy wide open on AEW Dynamite. Matt Hardy came out to cut a promo on AEW last night. He ended up the segment as a bloody mess. Thanks to Sammy Guevara. And Reba Hardy, who has a big fat mouth anyway, was not happy about it. So what are your thoughts? Because she's just another big. Well, mouth. what did she say here? What is- she called him a fucking dumbass. Wow. Like, you know, I'm sorry, Reba, but you know what? Is it if Matt wants to draw color or whatever? if Matt is, it, is color, re- Reb- if Matt, if your husband, Matt, wants, a- Reba, if your your husband Matt wants to draw color in front of no fans because he's that desperate. And he doesn't even know how to blade how to blade himself properly. And say I'm not saying I know how to blade myself, but he's the professional. Wait
0: a minute. It says here it's unclear who she's calling a fucking dumbass in this situation. <laughs> That's hilarious! <laughs> hey, hit him too harder! Ray, what are you cutting yourself for, you moron? That's, you know what? Very Another interesting. That's a great point,
1: baby. You that, know what? So we this have is we thought was
0: pro, but
1: it ends up he's probably being facetious. Right. And we think that she's right. making fun of uh, Matt at Sammy
0: Guevara, but Ooh, guess what? She's probably calling her husband a dog. Yeah, horse. what are you doing at this point? You know how old you are. What are you doing?
1: You know? It's, it's like... Um, are you trying uh... to tell me that
0: Matt Lanny poffo it? Oh, wow, wow. It's hard to, to Lanny Pavo it, Don't you really got to go? Explain Whoops. to the fan what Lanny Pavo is. Well, Lanny was supposed to blade himself, but apparently he almost emptied every last bit of fluid in his body. So the cut was a little too... Uh... So back in the day, Saturday Night's Main uh, yeah, event yeah, before, when yeah, yeah.
1: wrestled Andre, uh, the WWE asked Lanny to... And again, we're not being smarties here. What? Lanny's been in studio numerous times, yes. and he told us a story once. Yes. So he was asked by NBC and Vince McMahon to please blade himself because they really Wanted to put Andre over before WrestleMania. Remember III. Dick Ebersole's glee? Yes. You're going to bleed for you're us. You're going to bleed Good, right? for us. Right? Oh, my God. So Lanny, who did not make a habit of blading himself right. or drawing color, these sure. are terms that are used in the wrestling world. We are not being smarties. <laughs> we actually learned that from Coco Beware. He gave me a book of definitions. Right.
0: So, then he cut a promo. <laughs> so anyway,
1: you Lanny cut himself a little too deep and almost bled him. Yeah, promo, he messed himself right? up. Right. Yeah. So we call Matt Hardy. Lanny Poffo.
0: Wow, that's rough. During there, a Matt? recent
1: interview on WWE.com, Hulk Hogan commented on Randy Savage getting upset with him backstage for grabbing Elizabeth's wrist too hard and more. Can you? So, what do you think?
0: Really? No. Well,
1: we know that story too, right? I mean, how
0: how surprised can you be? Randy was very protective of her, so I mean. What, did she even say anything? Like, ow, my wrist's hurt, or Randy just like, that looks like that hurts, you know, like completely flipped? I don't know what the story now, is. You no,
1: know, I don't think it was the wrist, man. I think he actually grabbed her ass. And not like that what? way, I think he was trying to hold her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. T- little and too again, much is touch- that any surprise to you? I mean, this is like old retread story, right? Right. It's clear Randy had problems with people right. getting around Elizabeth. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. You know what? In hindsight, he did everything he could to protect her, and apparently it wasn't enough because she was—she uh, had some demons. Well, you're a
1: big wrestling fan. You're a big Hogan fan. You're a big Savage fan. Do you yeah. think it's disrespectful that Hogan keeps talking about this stuff?
0: Hogan probably keeps getting asked about this stuff. So I'll answer the question. No. I don't have a problem with it. I'm sure he's well, been asked there, He probably nothing, gets asked it every other day when he's doing it. better
1: than a good Savage question.
0: Yeah, Randy, we savage is, them, right? oh, Randy Savage is one of the most polarizing, probably top five polarizing wrestlers in the history of this business. All right, well, uh, you know?
1: the big heavyweight Adam Cole and the place kicker Pat McKee both took it to Twitter today. Revealed, Pat McAfee. Whatever the fuck his name is. Whatever the fuck his name is. The <laughs> name is. <laughs> it's good. <That's... laughs> Resolve uh... there are issues prior to NXT. The story here is that Cole... And McAfee right. met backstage at a TV <laughs> taping McKee. and hashed out their issues. As hashed many out. of you know by now, Cole recently appeared appeared on McAfee's show and got ang- and got oh, angry. He? Oh, he wound out shoving a producer and got in the face of McAfee. Oh, that's a... again. Nice. I'm going to weigh in on this one. That sounds scripted. Go on. Not just scripted. It's like, (laughs) oh, I'm sorry. Oh, the 120-pound Adam Cole got mad. Whoop-dee-doo. You you really... The producer probably (laughs) squatted on him. I mean, come on already. Boy, oh,
0: boy. You know, when Vince finally does give us the call to go work there, you better not treat Adam Cole this way. You know, I can see you shooting live on the air. Whoop-dee-doo. Of course. You know? that, Dude, that yeah, guy yeah, like, does not impress me. Why? I all, don't understand this. Is he not physical enough in the ring for you? He's, he's a he's a brute. All right, let me. You for watch, a small guy. He's up, you watch very boxing. physical you in the watched ring. Boxing, growing up, right? Yeah. Do you watch featherweight boxing? <sighs> you got to give me a famous fighter, and maybe I think the, okay, I'm asking you. You know a question. what? Though? Okay, here. The lowest I went on weight divisions was is when Sugar Ray was a welterweight. Sugar Ray Leonard. I loved Sugar okay. Ray Leonard. Absolutely, so you love loved the athlete. Yeah.
1: But why didn't yeah. you want to go lower, like weight-wise? No
0: one ever came up engaging enough, and boxing never pushed the lighter guys. It seems like the welterweight was the the lowest they would go. How to about find... you give
1: like the real Faro answer and say, what do you mean? I can't watch little guys fighting.
0: Sugar Ray Leonard was not a big man. Welterweights are not huge guys, so you would call. Listen, Sugar Ray Leonard is smaller than CM Punk. Yeah. So you what do what are, what are we Sugar saying? Sugar Ray Leonard here?
1: didn't portray himself as a heavyweight.
0: No. Sugar, Sugar Ray Leonard made a mess out of Marvin Hagler's mind. That's the difference, though. You had two, Boy, different, was that awesome. you had two different welterweights right. fighting no, each true. other that's or true. middleweights. That's right? true. Okay. Middleweights. Okay. You don't have a
1: middleweight representing himself as so a So when Roddy Piper would
0: step in the ring with Andre, you took that seriously, didn't you? Uh, again. Well, I, I'm not saying Adam Cole is Roddy Piper, but what I am saying is, is Adam Cole plays big enough that when he's in a ring with a guy even 30, 40, 50 pounds heavier than him, yep. It's going to come across as convincing to this to this guy. Okay, fair
1: enough. It is. I'm not, you know,
0: it is. Jericho back in the day was smaller it, it, comparatively, like the way Adam Cole is today. Jericho was that size compared to a Triple H. Did he play big enough? Yes, he did. Do I think Adam Cole has big factor in his persona? Yes, I do. He's the most legendary Ring of Honor champion. He had the longest reign in NXT. There must be something good about this, as you call him, 120-pounder. I see him as a guy who threatens to be 200 pounds and fights like he's 260. A couple of years back. That's how I see him. A couple of years
1: back, Ricochet.
0: Yeah. Right? Tremendous wrestler in the ring. Wrestled
1: Brock Lesnar. Remember that match?
0: Oh, what a beating. Right? Yeah, but that made sense. The beating made sense. Yeah, it did. Why? It did. Because Lesnar is just so much more convincing than and Ricochet bigger, could ever be. Would blah, I expect blah, blah, blah. Adam Cole to have a little bit better of a fight in the ring against Lesnar than Ricochet? Yes, I would. I would. How much of one? Not much. Notice I'm not going, yeah, shot him in the corner. So, let's go back yeah, a little you
1: know. bit. You talk about Piper fighting Andre. Mm-hmm. Right? I love yeah. those matches. Oh, they're the great. Savage Piper, fighting Andre. But Piper didn't overpower Andre, those No, he, he played would dirty. He stick his fingers in his eye. Played dirty. Kick him in the ball. That's what Adam Cole right? would
0: do. He's a dirty player, man. He's a great bad guy. I'm waiting for you to figure out how great he is on the mic. I guess I better, as a I leader, guess I start listening. Oh, you don't like the, you know, the undisputed era, man? What a great little club that is. There's, man. there's your
1: answer. Great little club.
0: Well, that's because they're in the NXT and they're little. Shinsuke Nakamura pinned John Cena and knocked his effing head off his skull. That's Nakamura's all I got to say. Nakamura's a big dude, though. He's not a small guy. No, I'm just saying. I figured I'd throw in something good for me. Oh. <laughs> Just going to have more rules. She's going
1: to run it. Yeah, because
0: she always... Oh, by the way, who's the tag team champions now? That will be me. I got to tell you. I got to
1: tell you. You got so many great comments this show. Thank you. But, but guess who's not going to watch it?
0: Nobody on YouTube. There you go. Fuck off. Anyway.
1: Monty Nefaro should <laughs> be seen on
0: YouTube, the
1: Monty Nefaro page, but we just can? not this week because we're banned week. for a week. Yeah, Facebook great. Live on the Monty Nefaro page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, <laughs> Anchor, Channel 115 every Tuesday from 8.30 to 9 p.m. Right. For the early risers, Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, and we're also... Airing live
0: at the former site of the Comac Multiplex. We're
1: also proud to oh. announce <laughs> that the Monty Nefaro YouTube page and indie music will be bringing back... A a once-a-month segment called The Pharaoh's Corner.
0: Uh Jimmy, any uh, words on that? Are we doing this once a month? Oh, okay. I didn't realize we had worked out a time frame. I thought we had discussed. Yeah, we kind of said we would do it once in a while. Okay, once a month, that's fine. Yeah, like the when the pay. But anyway, do you want
1: to like tell people? Well, wait a minute. Farrow's hold on.
0: Yeah, well, it's going to be like when the pay-per-views come around and stuff. No, I'm, I'm. curious. Well, Farrow's Corner is basically throwing me out in the middle of the woods, and there's a lot of things that happen when I'm out in Farrow's Corner. Whether it's talking about wrestling, uh, you never know who's going to make an appearance. Sometimes that Soprano fellow shows up, or uh, you know, uh, I think even Vince McMahon wound up on the Enterprise, didn't he? Yes, he did. He wound up Vince McMahon wound up on the Enterprise one week. Yep. Uh you never know what the hell's going to happen in Pharaoh's corner. Uh, that's uh that's what's lurking around the corner. <laughs>
1: Should be are interesting. Are you excited to bring back Pharaoh's corner? I know Monty and the Pharaoh are ah, very excited. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm I'm trying to to already formulate how we're going to go about attacking the beast. It's very enjoyable did it in the past and it's going to be very cool. It's going to be different though, you know that. It's not going to be exactly the same as the way it was back in the day. What was that? The uh, five minutes with the Pharaoh. So it'll be, uh, it'll be new and improved, but it'll have some of the old qualities that made that uh, thing so charming. And it was wonderful. Like and Lanny Poffo having pizza on five minutes with the Pharaoh. That was pretty hilarious. That was fantastic. You, know? oh, you, had, he, you had bigger stuff like that, than well, that though, Oh, right? yeah, yeah, sure. No, it's going to be cool, man. Very cool.
1: All right, anyway, uh, this has been Monty DeFarrow. I want to thank Indie Music TV, as always, for bringing us on and having us on every Thursday. And once again, we want to remind hmm. fans that hmm. uh, this Saturday, from 2 to to about 8 o'clock at night, we have Marathon. one interview with Gilberg, one interview with Ellsworth, one interview with, well, actually Gilberg and Ellsworth together, sorry, right. and uh, Eric Sims, uncut and raw, <laughs> which is going to be exciting. Hopefully he shows you his Israeli
0: jiu-jitsu. I'm not interested. And then we will have a live
1: auction where Gilbert and Ellsworth will be signing for people in this COVID era. We got some really great pictures. We also have a lot of great memorabilia that you'd be interested in buying. Mm. Uh, Again, we want to thank everybody for joining us. This is Mike Monty. This is the Pharaoh. Until Saturday,
0: later.